Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast. It's a big day, so we've got the big guns out. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Joe Smith. How are you doing, son? I'm very well, actually. How are you? Are you still basking? I'm good. Are you still basking in the glory of that point at Anfield? Yeah. You, you might as well be called the Tiger King, because I'm fucking Carol Baskin, mate. Nice. You know I mean? That's silly. I actually know where you thought of that I never watched immediately. It. Yeah. He's quick in it. I never watched Tiger King. That was either. swift, even for you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, I'm basking in it. I mean, what people good. were taking the piss out of us online. It was an unbelievable one last week. Do you know what? what it was. Yeah, oh, it was said. the Fair Brother. The f- that's Fair yeah, Brother. The Fair Brother one. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was good. That was, yeah, some people were, but a lot of people said to me, like, they agreed. Yeah. Like, some people were like, oh, you're celebrating a nil, no, you're pathetic. But a lot, quite a few people tweeted me saying, like, do you know what, Jay, I'm with you because I thought we were going to get battered. Yeah. I haven't seen that many people celebrate it. I feel like. We celebrated at the end, me and him no, like. I, I, I was, I was I happy, was but it wasn't like a, it was like a celebration. It was more like relief and yeah. thankful. Well, like that, we we grinded out into... a nil nil in in the state we was in, and then being top of the league. And that was the key. first time they dropped points in the league at, um, yeah. at home this it's season. One eleven out of eleven. Also, if you haven't so. noticed, Ronaldo Brown is with me. Yes, Ronaldo. And I think it's safe to say that Ronaldo Brown is a permanent fixture in this podcast. Right, it seems like it. Wow, yeah. you say it like it's a chore and it seems like it. It's not a chore. Hey. Oh, fucking nice talk. hat as well. There you flat. I love talking with you both. Yeah. Yes. Good what are we talking about today, Jay? We're talking about one of my favourite topics, Dermot Gallagher. Yeah. Well, it's not just Dermot Gallagher, it's Michael Oliver. You can put them both together because Michael Oliver Bit of ball disgraced deep. himself um, with that decision to send off Diogo Dolo yesterday. Now, we'll get into the ins and outs of it, but basically, gave him two successive yellows in the space of 20 seconds. Yeah for dissent the reason I had an issue with it it was like it was one instance of dissent that went on and then when he got the yellow card out he was still going and he's given a second yellow seemed harsh also when you look at what Darwin Nunes did earlier in the game where he elbowed Johnny Evans in the chest kicks the ball away um, shouts at the linesman and then applauds the linesman and, and gives him a sarcastic gives thumbs, a sarcastic up, thumbs yeah. up all of which are bookable offences could have had three yellows didn't get he got one didn't get a second yellow Diogo Delo in the 92nd minute gets two yellows just no common sense Michael Oliver making it all about him mm. trying to probably do Newcastle a favour somehow as well because he's a Geordie in it um, so we'll get into that we'll look <laughs> at the inconsistency there um, about what's going on and also the fact that Dermot Gallagher and I tweeted this yesterday I tweeted him about that wasn't abusive uh, I said he'll defend it tomorrow on ref watch and he did 
And then when he was asked about the Darwin Nunes thing, he said he didn't want to speak about it. He didn't want to get into it. Mm. So we'll go through the quotes in a minute. First of all, though, a uh, few people in the Super Chat. Don't forget in the chat, sorry, we are going to be in Dublin on the 28th of December. Me, Steve, Joe, McCola, uh, Wes Brown as well, and Uncle Webby. Mm. Going to be a great night. Come and join us for that live event, a live podcast. If you can get over there, or if you're already there, there's a link in the description. Come and get involved. We want to see you guys there. We had a great time. last This time last year we did it. It was one of the best nights ever. So do join us. Uh, in the chat, Ross Murphy says... Paddock podcast time. Um, Santa Not says, and if we can just bring in Peter Walton for his agreement with his old pal Gallagher, yeah, Peter Walton used to be the guy, didn't he, on BT? Um, Brian Casey in the chat. Santa Notch, obviously, I've already mentioned. Jacoya Trot. Um, loads of people. BMW Racing. Witterbird. Good to see all the usual suspects in there. Jay's Parker. Um, right. So, Joe, talk us through Dermot Gallagher, because Dermot Gallagher on Ref Watch today was asked about this because. We watched the game. We all watched the game yesterday. And when we saw that double ye yellow card, we yeah. thought that was pathetic. For A, because of why the, the time, 92nd minute, he could have had a word and said, look, calm yourself. You've had a yellow. Anymore, you're going to be off. Yeah. And also, it felt like it was two quick yellows. Like, he didn't have a chance to stop kicking off. He was just kicking off. And then as soon as he's given the first, um, he's, he's done it. He's given the second. Even Jamie Carragher, who's hardly Mr. Manchester United, especially in a game against Liverpool, stuck up for Delow and said he didn't think it was a red card. He felt that um, Michael Oliver could have just had a word of him. What's Dermot Gallagher said about it all? Yeah, so he said, um, talking on Ref Watch, or yeah, I think that's what it's called, isn't it? Saying, um, talking about the yellows. There's one uh, talking about a wave of uh, Dallow's arm because he sort of like throws his arm down like that, doesn't he? Uh, the yellow card hasn't come out then. Now the yellow card comes out uh, and this is the reaction to the yellow. Um, isn't it? Talking about him waving the arm again. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it looks good, Rob. Talking to Rob, the Sky presenter. Uh, I don't think it's a good image to be portraying around the world. I don't think it's a good image to be cascading down into football. Uh, that's the remit referees have been given this season. That's why we've had such a high number of yellow cards for this offence. What's he talking about there? A good image to be cascading down into football? What's, what are you on about? Has he just got word of the day toilet Trying paper? To sound like it's cascading down into football like the cherry blossoms mm. on a summer's morn. What are you on about, you whopper? That yeah. sounds that sounds pre-written, that, innit? Yeah, cascading down into yeah, football. Sorry, Bill Shakespeare. Just give us your opinion on that and tell us why there's a lack of consistency instead of coming out with drivel. What did he I say about the Nunes thing? Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Yeah, so, I mean, just on the Dallow one quick, I do think it's... It's 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 refereeing to punish someone, isn't it, rather than to try and stop it happening. Like he's just like you were saying, we mentioned it on the recording we did before about why he's actually sent him off for that when normally it's just one yellow and usually people have a little go as the yellow's coming out and then they stop just after the yellow and then we move on, which is what Dallo did. There's often the case where as the yellow's being brandished, the ref is still being showered at and then they'll sort of stop after, like, as it's coming out. So that, that, yes, technically, well, the decision to make the yellow was activated and then anything done after that is, is, is sort of earning a second yellow. That isn't really the process that they've been following for the last 20 years, is it? No. That's like if something he's coming up with to sort of justify what's happened rather than looking at what normally happens and why he's reacted this way.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned it before. Sam Piljo, who's a journalist and you know friend of the channel, yeah. mentioned about how he thinks that Michael Oliver just got sort Shall of personally, yeah, yeah. Shall I read it? He got, got me personally thing, yeah. offended by what Dallow did. Yeah, I'll get your, I want to get your opinion the on the Dallow one before yeah. we go on to the Nunes comment. Um, he also Sam Piljo goes in on Dermot Gallagher, which is good. He says, "I genuinely believe Michael Oliver will today regret sending off Dallow." As a referee, Oliver lost his composure and got annoyed at the player. He was petty, petulant and lost control. And it was all triggered by his mistakes. I think he's talking about Oliver there, saying, I think he's, Oliver's spat his dummy out. Yeah. So he's got annoyed at the fact that Lowe's like shouting snapping and yeah. shouting. So he's gone right. And also, it was, you know, like you was saying, Oliver made a mistake giving the throw in the wrong way. I mean, okay, the Lowe overreacted. He deserved the yellow. He didn't deserve two yellows. What did you make of it? I was fuming. I put I was fuming anyway, but the fact that it was in stoppage time properly softened it a little bit because only a couple of minutes to go. But imagine that was 65th minute. Yeah. 68th minute, we, we've basically grafted for that long to not concede at Anfield somewhere that we've had a dreadful, dreadful record. And yeah. then all of a sudden, um, Michael Oliver gets his feelings hurt and decides to send the low off. And when he did the replay, it did seem just like one yeah. passage. Yeah, it was one continuous thing. It was like thing. one passage of He didn't calm himself like, down and then go again. It wasn't like he got booked and then like... Lost it again. And then went again. No. It was almost like one thing in and he's almost and like flailed his hands right. in the air yeah. and, looked, and then was like... And then he looked away and then Michael Oliver just lost his head and just sent, gave him a second yellow for it. And I was confused at first. I thought, okay, had he been booked earlier in the game mm-hmm. and that was his second booking and when I found out it was two bookings in the, in the same instant. I was fuming. I was confused. I was like, what's... Because I know that Lewis Stunk earlier in the season, I think he got sent off for dissent as well. I yeah. think he got a second yellow for dissent. I think he called the referee a bald or something like that. Or something like that. Try not to use the C word, Ronnie. Do you know what I mean? But... Um, <laughs> I think that's what he called him anyway. I'm pretty sure. You can, you can research and find out. No, yeah, but I, I think that's different because I think booking him once is fair enough, but I think it's booking him twice. That seemed like he almost put too much of his ego involved in it, yeah. which yeah. was what was wrong for me. I think well, if you've got a referee, you've got a referee without that. But well, that's the whole Michael Oliver yeah. loves himself. He loves the attention and he does. And the, the best referees around as a kid, you barely noticed him, but with him, you always notice him. There's always something going on. And that was a game where that game would have gone on for another minute if he'd have booked him. There'd be no controversy. There'd be no discussion about refereeing and all this drama we've had already this season when it comes mm. to refereeing and VAR and everything. And it would have been basically about the football. Yeah. You can argue and debate and discuss the football to so blue in the face. But instead, we're talking about Michael Oliver, which is what Michael Oliver loves and what he wanted. And then, you know, like when you have this ref watches on Sky, which could be, right? I actually think that could be a good segment. Mm. If you did it from an objective point of view, and you went, look, the referee got that one wrong, or oh, he got that one right, or this is why that decision's been given, this is why a similar decision wasn't given. If you tried to pick the bones of it, yeah. even if you said, I think maybe the referee there, he might have just got a bit emotional himself. He's a human being. He yeah. might have seen his ass because the low's got in his face and he's just had a long game. It's in the 93rd minute. He's, you know, he's been doing his job and he's got a player going berserk because of a throw-in. Then he might have just 
like in that mm. split second and he may well look regret it in the cold light of day no one's going to think any less here other than maybe michael oliver but he doesn't he yeah. doubles down on it there's no point of the segment if he's not going to be no, at least a little bit impartial i think he just comes on and he kind of spews like referee and propaganda and yeah, he's like 100%. he does his best to kind of not to not go against what the referee's decisions made obviously that little bit of referee and brotherhood that he might have but yeah. i think if you've got that fair enough but then don't be on the show because it doesn't make it, 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 it makes it, it, it poor makes, it, it makes poor television when that's, you do that's, that. That's the short Especially when it. it looks obvious that yeah. he's, he, he knows that the decision was wrong, mm. but he's gonna go on, he's gonna side with the referee anyway, just because. Do you know what, what I mean? though? That for me, there's, there's a lot to go into it. I'll get into some of the comments in a minute. People might say, well, why'd you care so much? Why'd you bother with it? There's a reason to care so much about it, because these things matter. These affect the season. Like you will have Mikel Arteta after a decision going, it's a disgrace, going berserk, giving a speech to anyone who's got a camera about how, how dumb by he is, and he won't get punished. You'll have Jurgen Klopp screaming at the fourth, fourth official's face, crying conspiracy and all sorts, he won't get punished. Nine times out of 10, Arteta doesn't really moan about the referees. Now and again he does, but he tends to sort of be less vocal about it. And yet we've been had over this season by referees time and time again, and that is a bad decision. And you're right, it was in the 92nd minute, so it's not as, um, disruptive. Um, well, imagine it was. Yeah, that, if that's anything. We, even we with lose. ten minutes to go, we yeah, lose. We'd lose with seven out. Definitely. And also, you kind of get away with it a little bit because the low out for a game. He's not the most popular player. Aaron Bissaka comes in. No one really cares. Yeah. No one's going. I can't believe we've not got. If that's Kobe Mainu, it's yeah. an absolute fucking riot yeah. on social media. Yeah, hundred yeah. <coughs> you know I mean? percent. If it's yeah. someone like that who's Great popular, you Great lad. shout. Like, yeah. so there's that element to it. And then also we're talking about like, you know, the consistency. This is the thing that really annoys me, both referees and also with Dermot Gallagher when he comes on Sky on a Monday afternoon or Monday morning, because he does this, he does this all the time. It's like when we had that handball where it was the kid at Spurs, was it Romero? Romero. Yeah. Handballed it from Garnacho's shot. We didn't get a penalty. A month later, he does the same thing at Arsenal, they get a penalty. Dermot Gallagher's asked about it. He doesn't even give an answer. Today he was asked about the Nunes one. Go on, I'll let you talk about this one. This is go on. Yeah, what so did he say? this is when Darwin Nunes ran up to Johnny Evans. Sort of, it was a shoulder barge, but actually he he almost times it too early. So by the time he gets there, his elbow is actually the first thing that yeah. makes contact with Johnny Evans, middle of his chest. Yeah. Then he knocks him to the floor, which is a foul, possibly a yellow card, I in, a yellow card in and of itself. Long. Yeah, hundred percent yellow then card. Then it, it's he has a shot from the halfway line after the whistle's gone, yeah, which is a clear yellow card. Yeah, kick like, the ball away. You know, no question. Then he goes over to the linesman and starts clapping in his face about the decision, which is absolutely like sort of like a, a circuit Descent. in his head is broken. How you think you're not going to get a foul given for elbowing someone in the chest? He's going over to the linesman, clapping in his face, or not in his face, but clapping at him, which is dissent. Then he gets a book in. Then he's giving a big thumbs up to the linesman like that, like sarcastically, like, yeah. you know, again, which is dissent. And he just gets one booking for all sort of three or four of the things that he does. Um, and, and on that, Dermot Gallagher says, uh, it's so, so difficult, Rob, because it's not an exact science, is it? On the one hand, you say to me, I don't want two yellow cards for Dallow. And then two minutes later, you say to me, I want three yellow cards for Darwin Nunes. So I have nowhere to go, do I? Whichever way I jump, you're going to say I'm wrong. I so mean, just uh, not even giving an opinion, yeah. because you know that you can't justify that. Because you just said the low should have had that second yellow. And now when faced with something that's worse, you can't say the same thing because you just yeah. can't admit that the referee was inconsistent and got it wrong. And he literally admits as well, like, the only reason I'm not going to comment on this is because you'll 
point out rightly yeah. that I my logic is inconsistent. Yeah, like that's it. Like he's just saying, I don't want two yellow cards for Della, which uh, that's what the, the presenter said to him. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Gallagher had said he thought it was two yellow cards yeah. for Dallow. So he's literally admitting there, I've got nowhere to go. Whichever way I jump, you're going to say I'm wrong. Yes, because you are wrong. Like, that's not the presenter's fault. You've said it's two yellow cards for Dallow, and then you presented with this evidence of a similar number of offences, if not worse, more. Worse, worse. I would say, yeah, yeah, completely. Now you can't follow and apply the same logic you applied to Dallow to Nunes, and you literally admit that because you don't want to get criticised, you're not going to say anything. And also, well, what, sort of, what sort of defence is that? It's not an exact science, so we'll just make it, well, it doesn't matter then, we don't have any Why sort of guidance. Why is it even guidance. fucking Wait, exact yeah. science. It it's not an exact nah, science, it, you can just do it what you want with your ref. It's, it's not meant to be that ambiguous. So it's, no. In football, it's rules are rules yeah. when you're yeah. refereeing, so you well, can't you be know. like, oh, it's not an exact also, science. Isn't, cla what, isn't clapping a decision sarcastically yeah, clapping? Yeah, isn't that a definite yellow? That's almost like a definite yellow. That's a definite yellow. So I don't understand what's going on Kicking the ball away is a definite yellow. The che the, for me, the elbow on the chest was a definite yellow. Maybe I could argue he didn't see the nature of the foul, but he definitely saw him kick the ball away. I think that's actually what he booked him for. And he definitely saw him applauding the linesman. So there's no way you cannot say there's at least two yellow cards there. And also, if you're being lenient, then you go, okay, he's being lenient, he's letting that one slide because he's just he's not that kind of referee or whatever. He's, he's not he's, he's approaching the game differently, fair enough. But then he's approached it differently towards the law where he's giving him a second yellow straight away. Here's a thought though. Go Do on. you think the reason why this could be the only saving grace for Michael Oliver? Because realistically you're looking at the two incidents and be like, if you're a referee, rules are rules, you've got a referee two incidents the exact same way. You can't have your feelings more involved in one incident than the other. Mm. But maybe the Nunes one it's more because is it the Nunes v the linesman more than Nunes versus Oliver? Yeah. Yeah. So do you reckon that's what saved Maybe that's Nunes what saved him. Because I mean, but, you but, you're not, but you're not meant to treat the linesman a different referee. Like you can't well, you know, go over and abuse the, exactly, the, the linesman. But you're not allowed to do that. You can't. But the referee, the referee's obviously gonna have a little bit more of his ego involved. That's right. The, the, I, I the, hear you. Hundred percent. Whereas the I linesman, linesmen's are always a little bit more on the side of things, and they they're well, they little, can't give you they're a little bit more tentative about making decisions. But the referee's one of like part of his job. Surely should be to protect the linesman as well as himself. Like, if you've got a player I mean. who's screaming at a linesman, obviously the linesman can't do anything about it. Surely the referee needs to step in. And let's not forget as well, this time last year, when we got beat at Anfield, all the talk was like, let's hang Bruno Fernandes from the nearest tree because he touched the linesman because the linesman got in his way and he moved him out of the way. And people were acting as though he'd one arrowed him. It was just, just ridiculous. Do you just think the refereeing at the moment in the Premier League and in this country is just shocking? Yeah. Compared to what... The Premier League as a league, in terms of compared to other leagues, meant think, to be. I think there's two settings of referees in the, in, the, in this league. They either don't make a decision, leave it to VAR, or they make a bad decision. Like there's no there's no consistency where you go, okay, yeah, he's got that one right, he's gone for it. Even when it's obvious half the time, they just leave it. It's funny because obviously VAR was meant to kind of prevent certain types of human error in terms yeah. of refereeing, but then all it's made is you've got humans operating a VAR making errors still. Yeah, yeah. Just and it just. It, so I've got the FA's website here, 
which is literally thefa.com, and there's a list of caution offences include, but are not limited to, you know, there's loads, delaying the start mm. of a play, deliberately entering the technical area of the opposition team, dissent by word or action, including throwing slash kicking drinks, bottles or other, object, other objects, actions which show a clear lack of respect for the match officials, e.g. sarcastic clapping. Yeah. It is literally the only example listed as a thing that you give a yellow card for. So when Gallagher says there, it's not an exact science, it's so, so difficult, it's not an exact science. It's not an exact science. Dallow's one, you can argue, was a yellow or not. The Darwin Nunes one, on the FA's actual website, it literally lists sarcastic clapping as a, as a cautionable offence, and that is the only example it gives. Do you see what I mean? Like, no disrespect to you, bro, but you're like, you know, a YouTuber from Worksop who's yeah. Googled that and found out straight away. You're not paid a lot of money to go on Sky as a professional referee or an ex-professional referee whose only job is to analyze decision and who's had a almost a 24-hour heads up on what, or a 12-hour heads up on what he's going to be discussing. And yep. he can't even find that research that you've just found within a minute. I think like he doesn't know it. I think RefWatch and Dermot Gallagher and, and how he is on that program, it's almost like an embodiment of what's wrong with the refereeing society. and society in general. <laughs> society, <laughs> society in general. Nah, I think yeah. he, he's almost an example of what's wrong with the refereeing because- The yeah. world. Because I think managers, players, and usually everyone else in this sport are more held accountable for mistakes and stuff that they do wrong. I think referee, for example, if a manager gets something wrong or players do something wrong, they've got to like, conduct interviews, they've got to answer for it. Yeah, they've got post-match yeah. press conferences. And, yeah. and, Whereas a referee, like, makes a mistake and completely decides a game or just has a massive blunder, like I think, I feel like he did on the weekend. And Michael Oliver doesn't have to answer for it. He doesn't have to explain his decision. He doesn't have to have any post-match interview explaining why he did it. I feel like there's almost, they know that they, there's no accountability because they know they can get away with it almost. And mm, I think that yeah. kind of lessens because I think referees need to be held more accountable for when they make the type of mistakes that they're making. Well, yeah, I, I yeah. agree. But before before we carry on, I want to talk okay. a bit more about this. But before we carry on, Manscaped yes. sponsored today's show. And now Manscaped, it's Santa is coming. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if I want to go down this line. <laughs> okay. And you know what? If you, dirty, want, if you want a silent night in the bedroom, Pause. you don't want yeah. the rustling of overgrown pubes. No. Do you know what I mean? You want the gentle velvet shush yeah. of a well-trimmed genital area. Don't you, Jay? And with Manscaped's fifth generation performance <gasps> package, they are providing you and millions and millions of other men with the best grooming kit on earth. I can't believe we're actually at a stage now where we have reached the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Ultra. It is here. It is. As they say in the South African World Cup, feel it, it's here. Exactly. You can, because and you've got the performance package, 5.0 Ultra, Joseph Tamil's Yeah, and there. using the code DEVILS20, yeah. which is DEVILS, like, you know, full-time <laughs> DEVILS it used to be. Devils, the Red, Red Devils. devils that, yeah. You know it is. Yeah. DEVILS20 at checkout. You get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Now, let's talk about the performance package 5.0 Ultra. So in there, you've got the Lawnmower 5.0. Now, this is... 
What is this? This is... It's a marvel of modern, te modern technology. Yeah, this is the Usain Bolt yeah. of, of uh, you know... Male grooming kit. Male grooming. Yeah. This is the world record breaker. Yeah. This is the one that you go to if you want the job done properly. 100%. It's got everything you'll ever need. It's got multiple different blades. It's got the close foil blade for that extra polish, that extra buffer. It's also got the longer standard blade that you're used to as well. I love the fact it's, it's got a multifunctional on off switch as well amazing yeah you've also in there you've got the weed whacker 2.0 in the performance package the ear, the ear and nose hair trimmer Need then that. you've got the extra special stuff as well the boxers 2.0 you've got the shears 3.0 nail grooming kit it's all there it's not nail clippers it's shears 3.0 nail grooming it, kit it's, it's grooming it's better kit. it's absolutely fantastic how much is shipping <sighs> i mean bloody free with our code what? yeah 20% off as well the main price of the body of the work and you're getting free shipping <sighs> I mean, this is just like Christmas has come early. It's ludicrous. Christmas has come early, and so will you with Manscaped. Use the code <laughs> DEVILS20. Actually, that's not a compliment. That's a bad thing. You won't. You'll do the opposite. Use the code DEVILS20 at checkout and say ho, ho, ho to well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Thank you once again for sponsoring the show. I literally use Manscaped all the time, and I'm going away for a little Christmas break yeah. uh, in a couple of days, and I'm going to be using it before I go so that everything's in working order down there. That that's fantastic. Yes. There you go. Um, thank you good, to good Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast <laughs> and good luck on your little Christmas break. Thank you. Um, I think, I don't know where I've, whether I've read some of these out, but I'll read them again. It's a duck who's been a member of the first team for 15 months says Ref Watch is trash propaganda at this point. He keep, keeps making false arguments to avoid answering the question. Kind of defe defeats the point of the show. No. Uh, Danny says calls are subjective. It's okay to call out mistakes. Um, Danny uh, says. Another example of ref inconsistency. Job is to keep 22 players on the field mm. to ref not affect games. Ref should interview after games. Why not? The thing that I don't like about this as well with all this referee shenanigans going on, like Eric Tanag is probably under more pressure than any manager in the Premier League right now. Mm. That could have cost him his job. Mm. Now that sounds melodramatic. People go, oh, Jay, what are you on about? We'd have lost Anfield. There's a good chance he's done. Especially, I, and I don't know if it was as black and white as him losing. I thought if if he if he lost badly, okay, yeah. okay, uh, badly. I think if he lost one nil and we played like all said, right. If that red card is in the fiftieth minute, yeah. and we go on to lose three or four nil, which yeah. is more than possible after we saw what happened against Copenhagen. Yeah. Once they got a goal, when you've gone, you know, the yeah. floodgates would have opened, probably. Yeah, so that could have cost him his job, and it's a bad decision, and it's a referee that will make that decision or be refereeing again next week yeah. when Eric Tanag is in the job centre, and it annoys me. We've got a little list here that, that we put together, which I love the pettiness of. This. I've so, got one that's not on it. That so I'm these are some some, uh, some Michael Oliver best bits. Uh, he sent off Buffon in the Champions League quarterfinal after protesting uh, that of Michael Oliver's decision to award a stoppage time penalty, uh, which led to Real Madrid's winning goal. I love this. We're talking about in times he sent yeah. off Buffon in the Champions League. Uh, he also, this is my favourite one. He get, he once gave a penalty to Plymouth and sent off the Birmingham keeper in a Championship game, even. Even though he later admitted that it wasn't a foul and it wasn't a red card. I love that. Uh, Michael Oliver admitted that this was a game where he was attempting to get into the Premier League. So this was when he was on the way up. Well, yeah. do you not remember the Joe Hart one? Where well. Joe Hart stuck his face into Michael Oliver's head. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we played, we played City at the Etihad and Chris Smalling, his infinite wisdom, when they were trying to counter, Joe Hart went to throw the ball out and Chris Smalling stood in front of him. So, so Michael Oliver booked Chris Marlin, and but despite the fact he was booking Chris Marlin, Joe Hart lost his head, ran over to Michael Oliver and stuck his head on him. Now Michael Oliver just stood there, he didn't like, it's not like he knocked him over or anything, but it's obviously 
yeah. a red card. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that to a referee. No. Like, it's ludicrous yeah. to, to think you can go and just stick your head into a referee. Yeah. Like, if that's, any, if that's anyone in red shirt, they're off straight away. He didn't even book him. Like, he just left it. And it was like, the most annoying thing about that as well is Chris Mullen got a second yellow later. Got sent off and we lost. But, like, there's no consistency there. That's the issue you have, is this consistency. And I'm sick of, right? You know when the teams are announced? Now, it's like the referee being announced. I know the referees get announced a long time before the teams do. That's almost as important. You go, oh, no, not him. <laughs> no, what you yeah, I think you're saying about a few refs now. Nah, true. Like, was it Andre Mariner last year? Who's the top ref now? now? Who's like the top Probably Michael ref. Oliver. That's the biggest game of the season, isn't yeah, he got it? Yeah, because he's meant to be like... Cause was and, and was he one of the youngest him, refs in, in the In fairness play? to him, and you said this before, he refed the rest of the game pretty well. I thought he actually let a few things go. The yeah. But then... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, you more than ruin that with this, like, monumental decision that you're making for no reason. No. Like, sending he, someone he, off should be a last resort. Every decision he did up to that. I didn't really question too yeah, much. Like fine. there was the one where I, there was a couple of yellows which you, you think were yellows. I remember saying that's a yellow. Mm. Like even ones against us. The like main the, one. the main new one. I think there was an Amrabat one where you go, you go. He's, he's tried to sort of clip him or take him down. Like it's a yellow. There was another one they had as well. I can't remember. But I, I wasn't really thinking of Michael Oliver going in that second minute, which is where referees doing his job because it's a big game. There's a lot of you know tempers can flare. It's, it matters a lot. Obviously, this means more. The scouts always say. All that nonsense. So you have some of that though. You got to have some of that. If you're a ref, you know the magnitude of the game. The lows has basically done a 40-yard sprint back to stop Salah getting on on goal. Yeah. He's thought he's won a throw-in, which he rightfully thought. He's frustrated mm. at the decision. His adrenaline's up. His his emotions he's are in. Nearly it. got a, a big result. Yeah. As well, nearly got a big result. Minute, it's yeah. in Anfield. Him berating you a little bit because he thinks that the decision should have gone the other way for all the effort he's put in. I think you can't be booking him twice for dissent for that. Especially when, when you looked at the replay, he said something initially, which probably could have got him booked because maybe it is, it is within the rules of the game. But I think the second yellow is just the man getting his feelings hurt. And I thought that, because I, I did tweet about it. It's the second time that he's given someone, I said Martinelli got sent off for double dissent. It wasn't actually double dissent. He did two like- Two fouls, wasn't it? It was two back But to I back. thought like, wasn't that a bit weird? It was a, it was a weird decision. Because Basically, you've seen that against Wolves. He's, he's, committed, on, a, Ronnie, sorry, he's yeah. committed a foul. Uh, Michael Oliver's played advantage, and then he's committed a foul again. I saw that, and yeah. I actually think he was. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. he's more. So, and it was a decent decision. So he's booked. He's booked. Him, he's booked him twice for it. Yeah. So I remember that, and I was like, "Yeah, Michael Oliver did that as well." But um, it, 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 it was probably the right decision on the face of it. But it was still a bit weird. That, it was a bit harsh. Do you know bit, what I mean? That is a bit different though, because that yeah. is two separate fouls. Yeah. And it's like if you walk yeah. up to someone, they're running for a goal, and you one arrow him. And then they carry on running, and you run around. And it's not like it's just one thing; it's two yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, it's two separate. Which he, and he tried, you know, he yeah. did two fouls. Like I understand, but what the thing with the lowest instances? It was one thing he did. Yeah, he was still going mad. And you think like from the first, like mm. his one continuous going mad for ten seconds. When Michael Oliver's give him the yellow card, he's still like, and then he started calming himself down, and Michael Oliver's whipped it out again. 
as though yeah. he's, he's he hasn't Oof. reacted to the yellow. Dermot Gallagher was full of it today when he yeah. said he, he was. I just don't. I don't think that's I, true. I, I can't. But if it, speaking of people getting the the feelings hurt, should we talk about Van Dijk a little bit? Because this became a bit of a talking point after the the. Um, this this is why this is why Roy Keane is literally my favourite ever United player. Yeah, I, so I, I, I love an interview yeah, after the game, yeah. and he's got this is Van Van Dijk's whole persona is the sort of the smug. I never have to sprint. I'm cooler I'm than so everyone. Good. Yeah, I'm so cool. Like whatever. Like I remember one time I watched an interview with him, and he said, "Who's the best strike you've ever played against? Who's the and and his answer? And you think like he's playing against some top players, like people who have done him as well. Yeah, like Martial. Martial, for instance, but like, well, didn't like, he? Southampton, yeah, didn't he? Like, but all sorts of players, Mbappe's and this that, and the other. And he's like, oh, I don't know, really. Probably Giroud. And he went, and he didn't even score very. He's, he didn't even play that well against me. I don't even find it that hard to play against him. But he just scored a few times. And just like the answer of a prick. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Like, just have a yeah. bit of humility and yeah. say, you know what? I'll be honest. Mbappe's a fucking handful. He was like who's, Giroud. Who, who, and he's not even because he's good. Was, was, was it Son that sat him on his ass? Yeah, loads of people. Martial like, did it when he was at Southampton. You remember? I know people think I'm taking a mic now. No, no. But, but he when did. he was at Southampton, you remember Martial got that brace against him and yeah. sat him down. Like it was like everyone was like, right. Oh. But it's like, oh yeah. Who's the best player I've ever played against? Probably myself. Yeah, yeah. It's the way he said Giroud. He said he said Giroud and backtracked on it. He said Giroud, but was like, yeah, but even even him. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, and it's not even because he plays that well, or I find it dead hard to play against him. He's just. You know, he just turns up with a goal here and there. You're like, mate, just give someone else a bit of credit. Or if, or if you're going to say to Rude, just stick with it and be like, yeah, he, he, he give me a little bit of a handful physically yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he's a that top player, massively underrated. But he couldn't, he, he's just, that's what he's like though, isn't it? That's his whole persona is the big, powerful, egotistical, kind of suave, smug centre-back. And then after the game, he was interviewed and he was saying, there's only one team we wanted to win today. Um, you know, United set up to, to get a draw and they're absolutely buzzing with a draw. Um, and then afterwards, Roy Keane, basically, I think quite rightly, sort of ripped into him about, you know. Yeah. Have you got so any, there's have been you got a bit of back there? and forth here over yeah. this. So after the game, Virgil Van Dijk was interviewed, and he said, "If you see how we played the game, we had most of the ball and created some opportunities." Okay. There was only one team trying to win the game. That's obviously not true. Uh, we want to win every game, and of course. That is why it's frustrating. Sometimes we shot too easy and could have passed on the overlap. The right decision was sometimes lacking. In the end, they are buzzing with a point and we are very disappointed. Now, Roy Keane was having none of it. He said, after the game, Roy Keane was asked, and he said, Vilsa van Dijk had arrogance coming out of him. Uh, he, needs to remind, he needs a reminder himself. He's playing for a club who've won one title in 30-odd years. He's saying that only one team wanted to win and that United are buzzing with the point. United are in a difficult place, like Liverpool have been in a difficult place for many a year. So maybe that bit of arrogance backfired on him today. And then Van Dijk has responded to that, I think. Um, and he said, I like Roy Keane. If he said that, then it's fine. He's Manchester United throughout and I understand he could react like that. But I felt what I said. And there is absolutely no arrogance in that. Everyone who watched the game probably felt the same. We move on, we had the opportunity and we couldn't score. And that's the frustrating part. Sounds a little bit humbled there, slightly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it, mean, it, it's it's from the Liverpool playbook, right? Because I remember when um, we drew with Liverpool and the Joes, I don't even remember the nil-nil. Sorry? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you said then, I'm scared. Um, yeah, we drew with Liverpool and the Joes at nil-nil Anfield. And Klopp had won one of his last days. He's on a little bit of pressure because this was before he'd won anything out of uh, Liverpool. 
I remember him coming out sort of slagging off United and saying, oh, you know what, we, we, we went for the win and all this. And during that game, I think they took off like two attackers for two midfielders or two. Mm. Like they didn't go fully for it. They kind of settled for a nil-nil because they were in a difficult place as Roy Keane would say. So, and he came out and it kind of, you kind of feel like it's playing to the crowd a bit. It's mm. like, well, we were, we tried, we were, United weren't, that's why they got a point. It does yeah. feel a little bit like to me, I, like kind of performative. He seems kind of brushing off the, the putting the fact that it was nil-nil more on the fact that United were extra defensive and stopped them yeah. rather not than talking about how score. bad they were yeah. going yeah. forward. It's nothing to do with sloppy. us not being able to score. It's them not letting us score. Yeah, basically, that that's really what's it. happened is they've gone into that game and he mentions there about sometimes they should have played the overlap and the shooting instead. They've looked at United and thought, fish in a barrel today, lads. Yeah. We'll fucking smash these. Yeah. 12 wins out of 12 at home. Let's extend the lead at the top of the table. Or, you know, get back to the top of the table. We beat them 7-0 last time. We beat them 5-0 before that. We beat them 4-0 before that. Like, they were, they thought we're cruising here. And I think he's embarrassed and annoyed that they've taken us too lightly. And that those passes, those shots that should have been passes were done, a lot of it, because they thought, well, we'll beat these one way or another. You know, all we have to do is just stick around, have a few shots, either Anana will put one in the back of the net or Salah will put one in the top corner. And when it didn't work out the way he wanted, I think they felt slightly embarrassed, especially as well, you know, Neville was saying about how it's the, the quietest crowd he's ever heard at Anfield. That, again, is because the fans thought, and maybe rightly so, you can understand why they did, this is going to be a walk in the park today. And the Anfield atmosphere is actually meant to be massively overrated. Well, that's Gary Neville saying it, who's been yeah. to Anfield more than I have. Yeah. So I'll, I'll quote him and, you so know... Nah, I, I agree with that. I've been to Anfield. Yeah. I think it is. You get, like, you'll never walk alone at the beginning. You'll get, like, a few chances at the beginning. If something's happening, they'll, they'll, they'll be up for it. Like, if they scored or whatever. But a ball it's, boy it's overrated. Even Onana said it, didn't he? Like, yeah. You know, he said that he did But I just anything. think he, they, he thought, I feel, I feel a bit silly that we haven't beat these because they're shit. Yeah. We're trying to win a league title and we've battered them even when they were good and we were bad. They still battered us. Yeah. Or we still battered them, that's him saying it. Um, and then their inability to do so, I think, has maybe slightly embarrassed him and he's come out with this like, like well, it's say, their fault we didn't beat him. Yeah, do, well, yeah, do you remember the whole, yeah. when Jose beat him with Chelsea 2-0 the Denver Bar when Gerard slips across the league and they were all going about and parking the bus, Chelsea parked the bus. That's Chelsea winning 2-0. Yeah. And they were still moaning about the way Chelsea set up. And Chelsea played their reserve team because they had that game against Atletico Madrid in the Champions League a few years yeah. later. So they had like Salah when he was first at Chelsea was playing and um, was it Schwarzer in goal and mm. Denver Barra's obviously a yeah. sort of reserve player. So it is. it does feel a little bit like that's what they sort of do when they, they've not got it a result is, and I, it's frustrating for them. They haven't even the opposition. They are weird because they haven't been that good all season. Mm. They've shit ass results all season, by yeah. the way. Well, yeah. that, you can, you can, you I watched them. You can end up yeah, I watched them against Palace. And they were very, very like Palace could have easily got points in that game. Um, there's been quite a few games this season where they've had to like score last minute goals. We spoke, we the speak about with that with our rivals and stuff to get um, results. And I think they've come to, they've carried that on against us. I don't think they were very good at all. I think we were bad, but I think they were very poor as well. They ran out of ideas very quickly. They were sloppy. They, all they did was like hoof balls a lot of hit and hope from him as well yeah. and I thought our box defending was really good from Evans and Varane yeah they were exceptional and do you know what I mean and other than that I think nil-nil seems, seems about right to be fair to score and I don't think either team really deserved to win but I don't think they were good enough either so I don't know what they're all moaning about if they've got anything to blame it's themselves I love that yeah. um, like, stop moaning and start yeah. looking at yourselves because you can't blame a team especially if a team was missing like with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two of our most important players under Eric Tanaga have been Bruno Fernandes and Lissandro Martins, yeah. and neither of them are playing. Van Dijk's like, I can't believe that they didn't come out and attack and let us win. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> sort of. Next time, we'll Sorry. give you, let you, that, let you score, especially when we got battered 7 0 there last season. What do you think we're going to do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, get a grip. Just quickly before we wrap up, um, like, it's obviously a point on field. We're six points behind Say, we're 11 points off Arsenal at the top, which is obviously a big gap, but. How much pressure do you think Eric Ten Hag under? Um, do you still feel this I, hasn't I, really moved the needle? I almost think, no, I think it has a little bit. I almost think that it's probably already decided one way or another anyway. Yeah. I think if, if it is the case that Jim Ratcliffe will have the say on who's the new manager or who is United's manager, yeah. whether we sack Ten Hag or not, I don't really think, unless you know we went on some astonishing run uh, or we went on some astonishingly bad run, I don't think his mind is going to be changed in the next few weeks. Okay. I think Jim Ratcliffe will have an idea in his head right now whether he likes Ten Hag, whether he believes in this project or not. And I don't really think, you know, let's say what's our best possible next 10 games? Eight wins, a draw and a loss? Like that's the best we could possibly do. I don't even think that would be enough to, for um, Ratcliffe to go, I didn't like him before, but now I'll keep him. He seems okay. quite headstrong, Jim Ratcliffe. I think, I think we already, you know, he'll know what's going to happen one way or another already. I think it's a situation where um, if there's any reason to keep him, then United are going to veer towards I think United don't want to sack another manager. Yeah. But it's one of those where if the results become that bad and it almost seems untenable, then it would happen. And it seemed at certain points in the season where it could start to go in that direction. Yeah. I think the fact he drew 0-0 at Anfield obviously bought him a little bit of time. But I still think he's on, on a little bit of watch to see whether United actually develop a little bit of form, synergy and some some kind of resemblance of a performance. Do you know what I mean? Because even we've drawn 0-0 at Anfield, but the performance still wasn't great. I think the fact that we have so many injuries from yeah. the start of the season hasn't helped. But... I think it's one of them where the next couple of months he still needs to show something or show some sort of progression for his job to be solidified. But I think for now, I don't think he's in trouble, so to speak. But I think he's just kind of like on a little bit of watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Dale Gibson has been a member of the first team for 36 months. Says Sancho turned him into a meme last season at Old Trafford. Spurs did the same again a few weeks later. He's an absolute melt. Keem was bang on. Talk about Van Dyke very quickly. Give us your wallet of the week. Oh. Wally of the week, eh? Um, who's been a Wally this week? I mean, there's been a bit of Twitter beef, haven't there? Yeah, there's always a bit of that going on. But, hmm, I don't know, actually. Maybe, I mean, it's got to be Dermot Gallagher, on it? I know we've spent most of the podcast talking about it, but, like, he's obviously being paid to go on Sky. So it's not just like a, a charity thing that he's, yeah. you know, he's doing. Like, you're on there for a reason. It's a TV show. Be honest. Like, you're you're literally the voice of these referees, and you can go on there and express it in the gentlest possible way that maybe one of the, one of your mates has, has made a mistake. Go and do it and be honest. And, and that way you might actually get people 
like you said, if he came out and said, you know what, Michael Oliver's had a very stressful game, it wasn't one that boiled over, but it's one of the biggest games of the season, very high pressure, he's got to the end of the match, and now all of a sudden, when he's been, he's put in a very good performance, he's got Diogo Dallo screaming at him, and I think that he's, he's reacted to that, and, mm. he's, and he's given it, you know, he's, he's taken the harshest possible line and he's sent him off, and maybe he'll regret that, but I can see why he did it as a human being. If he says that, people go, you know what, I still disagree with it, but, it's a decent point. But yeah, instead of yeah. just pretending that all I see is what's already happened and there's nothing you can do to change my mind, I just think it, it makes a, a mockery of, the, of the, the, the sort of panel that he's on. And also, it just makes people, like you said, question referees and dislike referees even more because no. they're seen as, like, unjudgeable. And I just think that that's, you know, not a really a good precedent to set. Ronnie, who's yours? So you've said Michael Oliver or have you said Dermot Gallagher? Gallagher. He said Dermot Gallagher. I'll, I'll go for Michael Oliver. Just because it's the easy one. Yeah. And usually you're a lot more prepared for your Wally Weeks than me. Well, it's evening. But Michael Oliver's just the the really obvious one. And I think he'll know that. And I think he'll know he's been a bit of a Wally. It was either going to be him or Van Dyke. Um, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with a different one. I'm going to go with Richard Keyes. Oh, wow. What's he uh, saying? I haven't even seen him. Mate, I'm, I, I, honestly, I think Dwight York's going to end up wrapping a chair around his head. Because he just he was going on with himself yesterday. I don't watch being sport addict. Someone tweeted a clip of it. And it was just him going on about how United embarrassed themselves and all this nonsense. You know, well, how did we embarrass ourselves? By nil-nil and all this. Just talking rubbish. And Dwight York sat there probably thinking, do I really need this though? Like, he got, I think Dwight York, who's proper chill, got annoyed with him and was like, what are you on about kind of thing? And it's just embarrassing watching a glorified weatherman acting like he's some sort of footballing expert. Uh, so yeah, he does med in. I've put just a link, look, go on. It's like he's melting, isn't it? Yeah. Richard Keyes. What, what do you mean? Just the way he looks visually. Yeah. Looks like he's melting. Mm. Hair dryer on a candle. Hair dryer on a candle. <laughs> he's got a bit of that going on. Yeah, yeah he, he, I always think he's face, face starting to sag a little. I always think he's wet, looks like he's wearing a suit that's like two sizes too small. Like he's packed it in. Do you know what I mean? Really you almost look, like, there's nothing wrong with being a big lad, but embrace it. Don't pretend that you're a size, you know what I mean, 40 when you're not. It's just weird. He still wants to attract the young ladies, isn't it? Well, we don't want you to get into that, that for legal reasons. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, there's a link in the chat to the event in Dublin. Come along Stop on the 28th. Come and see me, One. Joe, Wes Brown, Adam McCola, Stephen Alton, and Uncle Webby. Um, also, don't forget as well to go and check out Manscaped. Big thank you to them for sponsoring the podcast. Ronnie, where can people find you? Um, Ronaldo Brown 98 underscore on the, the X app. And it's Joe Smith. Find me. 93, is it? Correct. On the X app, you see? I've got that one right. Uh, so you know where to find these guys. You know where to find me as well. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> this has been Paddock Podcast. Thanks for watching.
Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.